Yeshua ben Alam, it's a Tana, according to this famous history statement, Seder Doris, had a dream. Big people have dreams that are not like our dreams. Times past, even today you find dreams that are relevant and real. So in the dream, Minashamayim, they're Megalahim, Samach Bovavcha. You, Yeshua ben Alam, we'll see, is called the Teresi Sural, the crown of the Jewish people. Shatab ben Nanas Akatsav, you and Nanas the Katsav. What's a Katsav? A butcher. You and the butcher. Nanas the butcher. Moshavo, Moshavcha began Eden. You're sitting together, Gan Eden, the Chelko, the Chelko, Hashavim Kechad. And you and he, you and the butcher, are equal. Shua got up, and he wasn't very happy. Oily. Shemiyom Shalalalati. From the day I was born, Haiti Tamid Biyaris Koni. I've also always been Biyaris Hashem. Lamalti Elevatara. All my efforts for, for one thing, for Tvar Hashem. Lahalachli Dalalan, I was below Tzitzis Vitzvillin. I always had Tzvillin on, I was always wearing Tzitzis. Vaiuli Shmon Tamidim. I had 80 students. Achshav Shkul and Maisev Tarasi and Hakatsev. And after all that, it's me and the butcher. I mean, the taxi driver. <laughs> so he went with his Talmudin from place to place to find out who was this person. He didn't know about it. He was a known person. He had to go. There's no WhatsApp then. No no quick, no social media. He probably wasn't on it anyway. He should have been on it. Okay. And he went and checked. He went to his place and he asked, where is he? He asked the place. He says, oh, this is where he lives. He says, where does he live? And the pl- place of the people the place who knew he was said, it's not right for a Tamil like you to go to him. He says, no. He says, I have to meet him. So people went to him, to this Nana Sakatsov, and they asked him, and he thought to himself, so now this is the words of Nana Sakatsov, who am I? And who are my fathers amongst the Jewish people? Did Rabbi Shu is asking about me? Like suddenly you find out, you know, Chavetz Chaim is trying to find out about you. So he says, go talk to him. He says, what was Yeshua, what was Nana Sakatsev, what was the butcher's answer? Yeah, this is a lie. This is a practical joke. I mean, you're going to roll the camera soon. I'm not going anywhere. Yeah? And finally, they went back to Yeshua Amram, listen how they spoke to him. Or Yisrael, Vore Neinu, the light of the Jewish people, and the light of our eyes, a terrorist or Shenu. He doesn't want to come. So he says, I'm not leaving until we have this conversation. So he finally went by himself. So Yeshua, he said, I have no, no recourse. He understood it was more honorable that he should come to him. But So he goes, knocks on the door, and there he is. Nafo nana salpanov. Apneis. He was shocked. He says, why does the terrorist Israel, why does the crown of the Jewish people come to me? You have to get the situation. It's probably in the middle of, you know, cutting off some filet mignon or something. They know how to do it then. Dirty hands. And go to the door. Is there? So he says, "Why you come balaf neato? You come to me, your abbot." I says, "I have to ask you something." I'm late up here. Please, mama secha mamlachtach. Like, who are you? What do you do? Tell me. He says, "I don't need my master." Katzavan. I'm a butcher, but I have an old father and mother, and they can't stand on their feet. And every day, I dress them. And I feed them, and I wash them. That's what I do. What was Yeshua ben Alam's answer to that? Satisfactory or not? 
Amar Rabbi Yishuv Anashka Al Roshon gave him a kiss. Amar Lo Bni, my son, Ashrecha, Vashri Garlecha, Matov Manoim. How wonderful is your chelik? That's what you do. You sit and you wash your parents and you put on their clothes. Amazing. Vashri Chelki, and how lucky am I? I'll be together with you and Gan Eden. Hmm? You think it has to be a Hasidish Maisa, right? No, no, it's from the Seder Doris. We could really stop the Shemus here. Hmm? It's enough. Have to go on instead of for 12.30. So we just read and heard about this Mitzvah Shemus morning. It's part of the Seres Adibras. Let's try to find out a little bit why. Why is in that all-important place right after Shabbos? In the first set, not even the second set. In this short time together, I'd like to touch on five aspects of the mitzvah. And this chazik together, for sure it's something I need, chazik, and also. I need to tell, know what to tell my children, at least. That was a joke. Okay. It's importance. What makes it so important? It's why all that it gives a person, the challenges, and fulfilling it correctly. And finally, we try to give some action items and practical approaches to make it hopefully a lot more part of ourselves. The structure, full disclosure, the structure of the schmooze, and some of it is, you know, for my own self, and a lot of it is uh, from a contrast by the famous Hasidish Mashpia, Ravelli Melech Bidam and Shlita. Okay, so let's talk about the why and its importance. Why? Right? Every mitzvah you have to ask the why. Well, so we're talking about the why. We don't ever understand all of how many mitzvahs, of course, but we have to understand a little bit. Why is it so important? Why was Yeshua ben Alam? Why was the Gadol Ador satisfied with that? Why was Rebbe Chaim satisfied that he was together with the butcher? So I'm going to read the Sefer Achinach that you've probably heard a little bit. The Rishiva mentioned it recently. But I want you to think. When I say, when we say we should have a Kars Tov, we should recognize the good, be thankful, have gratitude for our parents, what goes through your mind? Why should I have gratitude? This is rhetorical. Right, but please think to yourselves for a second. Why should I, you know, please don't answer, I shouldn't. Okay, but right, why should, why should a person have a karsat Okay, so let's think about that. So now I'll read you the karsat, now I'll read you the Sefer HaKanach. Mishor Shei Mitzvah Zu, Shoroi Lola Adam Shiakar Vigimol Chesed Lamishal Simo Tova. The Shoresh of the Mitzvah, in a revealed way, of course all the Mitzvahs have Tam, Malpitam, 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 but as the Sefer HaKanach writes, in a way for us, that's why it's such an important work. That a person should do good to those who do good to him. That's a, that's a natural human thing. And don't be a wicked person. What's in the snack? I mean, like, don't be foreign. And cover up the good. Terrible mitzvah. We'll talk more about that. It's disgusting. Normal people understand that. You have to do good to someone who does good to you. God for sure understands it. Bishiyitin libo, ki ha'av va'im, heim sibas heyoso ba'olam. The reason all of us are in the world is because of our parents, in the most simple, physical way possible. Valkain, be'emes roilo lasoslam, kol kavod chol toel siyuchal. And because of that, a person should do all of the honor and any good thing that they can. Kim heim heviyu, oh, they brought you to this world. Secular, religious, in this way, even not Jewish, whatever the halachas of that, someone should ask a rub. But in this svara, they brought me to the world. And also, and also, they did a lot for you when you were younger. 
Servosa, I, I think, and that's why I put it in beforehand, and we all know the idea of gratitude to parents, but the way we think, when we think gratitude, we think, my parents give me money, if they do, a home, love, attention, advice sometimes, if we listen, money here, right? Plane tickets. This is why we learn Rishon and Rebosai. This is why you want to be knowledgeable Jews who can access Svarim. Look how the Sefer Chinuch takes us deeper. Why do you have to have a car stone to your parents? Because they brought you to this world. And if you think about it, there's no greater gift than Etzim life itself. Right? And it could be they were selfish kids at 16. It doesn't make a difference. And by the way, if you don't connect to this idea that they created you, think about the other possibility. Once you're not here. Which none of us would, not, would rather not be here if you're healthy and normal. Right? <laughs> my Edson conscious, my Edson self. So that is a new idea. You know the idea of gratitude. But it's not for what they did. It's anything they did. Maybe Vigam says the Chinuch. And also they did stuff for you when you're younger. My father hasn't done anything for me for 30 years. I don't mean mine. But, right? He hasn't done anything for me for 40 years. And maybe he wasn't even a good mother. Dude, he brought you to this world. You're here. Eternal curse is for that. That's what Sefer Chinuch says. What did he add after that? That's, that's cherry. That's, that's creaming on the cake. But you're here. We have to appreciate our own lives and appreciate how we got here. The Chinuch continues. When a person gets that clear, from there, then you can start having a recognition of God. Right? If you're not into this whole Siba thinking, so then God, that's some faraway concept which the masses used to speak about and now we're more enlightened, we don't have to think about it anymore. Who brought your parents to the world? And who brought their parents to the world? Who started the fire? Who's been giving you all your life? And who made you who you are? I could have been a horse. Some people treat their lives like horses. I understand things. What a gift that I understand things. What a gift that I can learn a Gemara. What a gift that I can hear a Shmuz. What a gift that I can engage in the world in an intelligent manner. From there you understand. So the right, so that's the next step. Say from the karzato, which a person has to have to his parents, one enters a whole thinking which will get him to have a karatatov, gratitude tashem. So the chinuch is explaining the why of the mitzvah, but I think we all see why it is so important at the same time. Raputner writes, Mishahikir Chacham Amitim, someone who knew, as he did, many, Chacham Amitim, true wise men. Yoda Shetzlam, Misha Eimah Akarsatol Kimat Mufrach Beinayim. There are Midas that are good to have, Midas which are better to have. But someone without Akarsatov, Raputner said from the wise people that he saw, and he saw so many, knew that by them, someone who doesn't have Akarsatov is Kimat Mufrach. I never have a good translation, Kimat Mufrach. It's not good. It means like you're. Os. Oh, that's a better translation, right? It means that you're just like an ice wharf. Or it means you're like a nothing. You're almost like an Ephes. Yeah, you're close, one, step of, one step away from nothing. Mufrach means like your whole being is in question. Uh, yeah, the, whole, the whole basis is, is off. That's our footnote writes. 
So therefore, we see how basic a karis, how basic kibud aveim is, and the idea of a karis of tov Tashem, that's the basis of avodas Hashem, as the Chovas Halavavas writes, and as Vigdor Miller propagated very promulgated very much in our times. And now we don't have time to go into it. So really, that's on a simple level why kibud aveim is so important, because an expression of gratitude, which will greet us to be gracious, to have gratitude to Hashem, and that makes us a mensch. And gets us on the way to serving God the right way. I want to speak a little bit about what it gives a person. And a lot in the whole schmooze will relate to this point, but just here a little bit. Listen to this Tana de Be'elio. This is, a, of course, a Tana, based on Elio. Anybody who wants days and years, recovered and riches, it means riches, you know. Money in the bank. You know, what we did last night, last two nights, three nights, money. Vosha recovered honor. The Chaim Arukim, a good long life. Bolam Hazbolam Haba. Chaim Shemam Sof, the Kates Vatachas. Life which will have no end. Ooh, what do you do? Yase as Rotson of Viv Shiva Shemayim. You should listen to God. But also as Rotson of Vivimo. And also what your parents do. Do what God wants and do what your parents want. And that's going to get you to all good things. In fact, he brings there that Noah was saved. This is Chazal, Rabbi. So this is not. This is Chazal. Noah was saved from the mob. But what was Noah's chus? So he says that he used to take care of his grandfather and all of his generations that were around. Amazing. But Rabbi say it isn't just rewards like that. It's also spiritual achievement. Holy Beisar. Who was the Beisar? He was the first Rebbe of Karlit. I believe he was the Talmud of the Eli Gamagid. Right? How did Chassidus go? It was the Baal Shem, and then there was the Magid. Of course, Baal Shem had other Talmudim, but the Magid was the one who really spread him. Most of the Talmudim, I think one of his main Talmudim was the Beisar. But either way, he was the Rebbe of Karlin, the first, and of course the author of? Kalechsov. Okay? So, how did he write such an amazing Negan? And how did he, in fact, reach all his Madrigas? So he brings that down here. Hey, the Beisarin al Atzmo, that he was Zoha to all of his Madregos because of his Metzis Kibbutzim. Okay. That was someone from a different world. To me, when you talk about the Beisarin, it's like a different world. A beautiful world, but like a different world. 200 years ago, 250 years ago. But there was a Yid, a famous Yid in Ben Abrak, named Abmushai Karelitz. I've heard this many times, this basic idea. The great Chazanish. It was like a throwback. You know, it was like a Risha. Chazanish by, by many. Chazanish like a Risha. So he said like this. Do lechem, l'chol madrega shigati, every level I got, v'chol midin nechonah sheishbi, hakol b'schus mitzvah kibbutavim. Chazanish related and said, you know why there are eight volumes of Chazanish and what I've reached is because of my kibbutavim. Incredible. In fact, this is from my Sish, which is quite a, uh, a uh, well-researched safer. And he said further that one time someone came to see him with his, uh, someone named, uh, a Rebbe named Moshe Turk, for the name before, and he used to come, Shacharis, to down with the Chazanish, and he was a, a, a Mechanech Rebbe in Tel Aviv, and he brought his Talmidim once, and one of the kids was speaking, you know, a little bit whispering to the Rebbe something. And the Rebbe said, you know, when you're with the Chazanish, you don't talk, you just sit and listen. So, as he was leaving, the Chazanish called the boy over and says, Yingle, what did you want to, what were you asking your Rebbe? Well, Chazanish is a very, very soft person. And he said, 
Ask me whatever you want. So the kid didn't know what to do. So he turns to the rabbi. Rabbi says, ask him. If he told you, ask him. <laughs> that was the time to show him. That was the time to ask. Analecha. So he said to him, how did you become the Chazanish? That's what, you wanted. That's what the kid wanted to know. So the Chazanish in that context said two things. I never wasted a single second. And me odi nisarti. Always, I was always very, very makbid. I'm Mitzvah's Kibbut Incredible. In fact, Rabosai, the famous Yushalayim Tzaddik, Reb Chaim Brim, well, it's uh, Rebbe, my Rebbe, Rebbe Yaakov Friedman, he related, and Chaim Brim had an unbelievable chain, besides being a gone and a Tzaddik himself, he had an unbelievable way to connect to, like, all the Gdom, Litvish Dome, Hasidic Dome, he knew all of them, you know, it was amazing. In fact, I have a picture of, there's a picture of some of the stipler at the Kotel, and you see Reb Chaim Brim looking at him, and you see someone else looking at Reb Chaim Brim, who might be a triangle. Friend of mine pointed that out to me once. So he said from the Gdom he knew, and he mamish knew them, all oh, the whole gamut. He said that he could evaluate the level of their godless in general greatness, always went hand to hand with their greatness in Kibbut Abim. Okay, so that's a little bit why it's important. Let's talk about the challenges, bro. I think there are six challenges, six challenges to this mitzvah. Uh, upon thinking about it a little bit. Of course, I'm not speaking comprehensively, just what I see. Let's be open with each other. Huh? This is a difficult mitzvah. You know, there's a concept, Bronin Svarim, that a person should, in his life, find one mitzvah tasei, one positive commandment, and one mitzvah lo tasei, one negative commandment, and that mitzvah does adasov. Of course, we're makabal, like did on Shavuot to fill all the mitzvahs, but there's this concept you, you'll see and you'll read about. Yeah? Adasov, Mesiris Nefesh, this mitzvah, no matter what. This lo, this say and this lotase. So the uh, Imri Emes has brought in his biography. He was the great third Rebbe of Gur, one who made it, that brought, initially brought the Hasidus over, whatever was left of it, to Eretz Yisrael. And he chose two things. One say, one lotase. Okay, this is not for the faint-hearted, but the, the lotase was Midvar Sheker Tirchak, to be extremely careful not to say any untruth. And the positive one was Kibbut Aveim. And they asked him why. Why do you pick utter truth and keep it up in? He said, because those are the hardest. That's what he said. So that's not necessarily practical advice for us, you know? Like when you're thinking which essay and lot essay. But I just wanted to share what we all know that it's a very hard mitzvah. So I think there are six areas, to be honest, that I thought about. Everybody can think about themselves. One is parents can be difficult. Two, society at large, which so affects us, all of us their attitude to this mitzvah, this concept. Three, mixed messages from them themselves. Four, a lack of clarity in its exact parameters. Five, we don't see it as vital to our growth. And six, an outgrowth of five is that, as such, it's like a time waster. Spending time with the Gemara, doing a chesed, doing kiruv, that's something. Sin talk to my mother, my father. What am I doing? So let's try to unpack those a little bit, one by one. Parents can be difficult. Uh, and, you know, one sometimes thinks to themselves, I have to make them? I have to give them honor? They should have me! You don't have to deal with that, schoolmaker. I built myself. I work on myself. My friends look up to me. My parents, neutral at best. Maybe they're difficult people. Maybe they're not so from. Maybe they're not so knowledgeable. And it's not just me. Everyone considers them such. 
You know what, Rabosai? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. There's no condition in the mitzvah that says that not for nudniks. Don't say that. No, tonight in Shulchan Aruch, you know. Don't say that. Right? And Hakaris Atover coming into the world applies to all. Now, Vosai, this is true even if you're right. But let's take a step back and remember that we are all full of Nagios. What's Nagios? Nagios! Proclivities, biases. I heard the Zohar here, the Meshkiach of Neisrael speak recently in my shul. And he said that point. Everybody has Nagiyas. He has Nagiyas. You have to avoid it. It's so hard. A person not aware of himself. We naturally see ourselves as perfect and all others are faulty. I'm beyond reproach and it's always their fault. And sometimes all the more so my parents because we have a whole dossier and we've seen things. But you're not necessarily right. And a lot of times it's you and it's not them. You know what hell kids put parents through? You know what sleepless nights kids put parents through? You hear a story, a parent did it. Well, what did the kid do? You know, he was ruining the whole house, destroying everything, and then, yeah, the kid. Okay. Parabosa, even if you are right, though, let's run this. A parent in Torah is a parent. Now, well, say, I know that there are situations where parents go beyond the line, beyond the Rubicon, that is toxic, destructive. You have to ask her up. There are times for sure that we advise people that they shouldn't have a contact with their parents in the mitzvah, their onus or whatever, whatever the halachic getter is. And that's, that's Mudubar. That's Mudubar, obviously. And that's the situation. But, you know, a microaggression doesn't do it. Because he called you Michael one time, you know what I mean? And you were offended for your African-American friends. Your father said that. That's not a hetter not to do kibbut avin. Okay? I mean, let's be real. So again, obviously, if you have to ask a Rav Shaila, ask a Rav Shaila. Go to a competent, caring, careful Rav who understands kibbut avin and understands psychological things and understands, and then you have to see. And sometimes the right thing is to cut off the tides. But Kola, we're not talking about that. And you're not talking about Rishayim, really, Emes Rishayim, but, of course, I'm... Okay, so that's the first thing we're both say. Parents can be difficult. Two is society at large's attitude to this mitzvah. Let's put it bluntly. Democracy, with all of its greatness, and I, anybody who knows me knows that I do mean greatness, has anti-Torah elements. The idea that everybody's equal is one of them. Why should the last be generation of deserving of veneration more than this generation? Who says my parents are anything? They're one vote and I'm one vote. It's, a, it's an even playing field. Well, so this has been an anti-Torah attitude since the Great Revolution in 1776 and before. But in recent times, we have a complete breakdown of societal standards. A parent used to be a parent amongst Goyim. And everybody knows that. And if that affects our attitudes. What's by the Goyim is by us towards parents. It's, it's the, the thing I could show many, many examples. Now's not the time. Many examples in our Torah thinking where it's all perverse by Western thinking. I had a conversation once with the then principal of MTA, or Michael Tabas, he's a Rashi NYU, and he said to me that the danger of movies and TV isn't just the obvious. It's part of how they make parents view. You know, the kids are always, the innocent children's movie has the kids running circles around the foolish dad, 
who doesn't know what's going on. And that's what fathers are, you know? The mother's flirting, and the father's a dummy, and, the, and that's Disney, yeah? Care both sides. So now, so that's society at large. That's why it's a challenge for us, because we look and say, why should I do anything? Three, we get mixed messages from them, right? A lot of parents, including me sometimes, they, but you know what? They might not lead openly into honor, but I think we would be surprised if they do. Try it one time. Stand up for your parents. No, one time. Try it a few times. See how they respond, you know? First, they'll think you're crazy. But then maybe they like it. And this for sure. Serve them something. As opposed to them having to serve you when you go home. Say, oh, great. It's time for, you know, the feet are up. And it's time for me to get served. Some real service. You know, Ronnie can only do so much. Now it's time. Get the, get the servants there. Dad, garbage. Mom, steak. You know, grandpa, ice cream. <laughs> They will like it very much if you give them a drink, I guarantee it. Okay, the fourth challenge is exact parameters. Let's talk about that. What is clear, Bose? What is clear? What is clear is you give your parents food and drink, bring them places they need to go. This is the Brisa. Bring them happiness and nachas and not sorrow and pain. I mean, that's in a nutshell. Past that is always clear. When are you required to listen? When is it optional? When is it a bad idea? Which sometimes it is. Sometimes it's a bad idea to listen to your parents, right? All this needs to work. Okay? So that was the fourth challenge. The fifth challenge we mentioned was we often don't see it as vital to our growth. Right? I hope we debunked that already with the Chazanish and the Beisaron, etc. From the Chinuch, right? From all those Ayn Sham, and we'll see this important with growth. The sixth thing we said is that as much as we don't see it vital to our growth, it's a time waster. Right? So that we already debunked. Right? If it's a key to our spiritual level, it's obviously not a time waster. Huh? It's obviously a good thing. Now, I just want to share a quick word from the... Uh, time is short. You go a little bit over. Such important things, but it's not something we speak about every day. So I just want to share something from the Chassam Sofer. The Chassam Sofer, uh, it's a very Chassam Sofer-dick idea why it's not a time waster, both say. So a person thinks to himself, you know, why should I spend take any of my learning time away to be involved with my parents? Right? So he says, you know what? The Torah answered that question already. Because it says, You'll have a longer life. Huh? It's going to cost you a half hour now, but it's going to give you ten years later. That's a chassam sofer. Okay, but say, practically I want to share four quick quick ideas. First, the simple ones. One, and again, I speak to myself, I need chizik in these things recently. It was mischazik in this. Baruch Hashem. Make sure you're spending enough time with them. You know, Simply. Either in person or certainly by phone. You know, what's the excuse not to keep in touch with your parents a little bit? Don't cut your shiva time short without discussing with a competent rav. I don't want everybody to leave yeshiva next month. We have a lot of guys coming next month, right? But both say, but spend time with them, person or certainly by phone. Two, as mentioned earlier, physically take care of them. Mom, let me get you a drink. Dad. Please put the garbage down. I'll take it out. What an opportunity. The garbage is there. It's full. It's yuchi. Kavaldig. What more schar? It just came. My dear friend, Eitan Feiner, one time, you know, he was saying, darshing a pit. Someone spit up, you know, threw up. And he was Kavaldig. The yuchi of the yid on Purim. And he went on for probably another four hours. We'll say, a messy garbage. Oh, good. That's a good one for dad. I'll take the, like, compact one with the tissues. Dad, please put that down. Let me take it. Okay, three. Both of we don't have time to go into it fully, but a wonderful suggestion which will make them feel uh, very mechubad. Give them a good feeling, it's good for you. It says by Lavan 
The Torah points out that Lavan gave a bracha to his children. It's interesting. So listen to this Sforno. Why, why does the Torah point out to us that Lavan, of all people, gave a bracha to his kids? We know the Gemara. Don't have a birchas kalbin. Because a father, when he gives a blessing, really means it. Right? Someone travels far to a tzaddik and gets a, a syllable. You know, your parents care about you. They're going to bless you with all the heart and soul. Believe something. Right? So, and I was thinking, this one doesn't exactly say this, but then, right, everybody got the idea. The Torah is highlighting Lovin's bracha to say, a bracha of a father? That's special. You need brachas. Oh, we'll go to Karistir. Go to your parents. Try that one time. Pray for me, Dad. Right? Assuming that's Bechal Sunday. And Shaykh. He'll feel so good and you'll get a benefit from it. We'll say especially relevant, it needs more, deserves more time, but especially relevant to one of the biggest ways you can machabid Avim. We're going to read a Ramami Pana. Ramami Pana was the great 16th to 7th century Kabbalist in Italy. Italy was Mahapich Italy to be a place of Kabbalah from Jewish philosophy. But the Pesach says, We have sinned with our fathers, We've done iniquity and we've done wickedness. So the Ramayam Nipano says, What's this what does it mean we sin with our fathers? What does it mean to sin with our fathers? So he says, that when you sin, unfortunately, since your father is a Meshutaf, so they're also part of the sin. Yeah? Got it? That's Chatanim of a sin. Evina Vershon is much more other people. We've caused them bad. Okay, but let's not talk about that part. But both say, we know in Yiddishkeit, me the Tov The good is so much better than the bad. When you do mitzvahs, right, if it works that way, then we, God forbid, sin, the chalik of our parents is also sinning, whatever that means exactly. Again, Ramam Bipano was a heavy source. The king. So when we sin, unfortunately, we're dragging our parents in the mud also. But let's not, barmi none. When you do mitzvahs, and when you do chesed, and you do Torah, you're giving your parents a shaykhus to that. Think about that. Now let's see, I have a full Torah's perspective. And especially when you have secular parents. You're doing the greatest thing in the world for them by being here. Okay, so those are four practical approaches. I want to share... And with one story, maybe two. It was again from the Chazanish. Shaman took the trip to the Chazanish. He was sick. Lo'olenu. It was again from a good source, Maisish. So the fellow was very sick. And uh, the Rofim didn't know what to do for him. So he said he's going to go to the Chazanish. Somebody think he was from Yushalayim, right? And he'll go get a bro from the Chazanish. And you have to understand, back then, to go to the Chazanish wasn't simple, right? There was no telephones, basically. I don't know if the had a telephone either. It was two or three buses. It was a thin road. No, certainly no train to Tel Aviv. It was, you know, I got to Gershon Elsin's Levaya with hundreds of thousands of people a lot faster than anybody got to the Chazanish. Believe me, it's from the same area, right? So you have to take a lot. And you don't know if he's going to be there or not there. But the fellow made the trip. So he came into the Chazanish, and he told about his tsaris. And the Chazanish said, and he had no money. He had to, the fellow had to save a few days of work to scrape together enough money to go into the Chazanish. Everybody got the situation? Time, effort, money, and not a, and a suffix. What did the Chazanish say to him? So he says, how much did it cost you to come? He said, I don't understand. There's a Pesach. It says, The Torah says, honor your parents and you will live long. Right? Did you ever... Spend 
a fifth of what you spent on me just now to come see me, on your parents, and you don't even know, you don't even know that I'm going to be here, and even if I give you a bracha, you don't even know it's going to work, and here you have a bracha from the Bona Shalom to keep your life long, and you don't have it. Now, that highlights how we think. Certain things come into our process as meaningful and religious, and certain things don't, you know, just to end off. And one last final story. This is how the story was said. It seems like an accurate story. There was a yid named Elio Dov Klor. And he was learning in Vilna by Rabbi Shlomo Hyman, the great Roshiva made it to America. There were 80 Bacham in the Yeshiva. And Kachave, the great Chavetz Chaim, was coming to Vilna. And of course, when Chavetz Chaim comes to Vilna, all Vilna packs out. Obviously, all the 80 Talmudim in the Yeshiva pack out, and they're all going to see the Chazanish. They're also going to see the Chavetz Chaim in Vilna. This fellow, Elio Dov, gets a telegram from his father. I don't like the. I don't know. What, I don't like what's going to be over there, right? He didn't mean the tzniyas. He meant the, the pushing. Right? We know such stories, unfortunately. Right? Stories pushing at a levi. I don't want you to go. I don't want you to go. Imagine how this guy felt. Seventy-nine of his friends are going. You have to understand what it was like to see the Chavetz Chaim then. You know, the, the trains used to line up when he would take a train. Everybody's lining up to see the Chavetz Chaim, and here he is to see him and to get a brach from him. They were going to get brachas from him. And he's sitting there on his own. And all of his friends go. And they all came back. They got the bracha from the Chavetz Chaim. And he wondered, why in the world did this happen to me that I lost this chance? And he happened to write down, I don't know why, he wrote down the names of all of those, all of his chaverim and yeshiva. And 95, he turned to his grandson and said, the last of those fellows has all passed away. I'm the only one left. And he lived another three years, and he walked without a cane, and he didn't have glasses. Yeah? And he says, why do I tell you this? To know that, of course, who can imagine the greatness of the bracha of the Chafetz Chaim? But as great as the Chafetz Chaim is, God's bracha is better. Amantarich, Yamecha, Yitavach, Chotimach.